Well, it's a nice Sunday shower, isn't it, guys? Yeah, nothing like a thunderstorm in December to get your holidays spirit just up, up, up. That's the coldest it can get down here. A tropical Christmas. But I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know. Every year in our house is a white Christmas. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, and you could have seen... You know a, why? Why? We're the whites. We're the whites, which that's actually our episode called Christmas with the Whites, which that's a that's a good title because we're reviewing Christmas with the Cranks. So shall we get into it? Let's do it. It's Lukey Doo's Christmas Reviews. Be Holly. Be Jolly. Welcome to Lukey Doo's Christmas Reviews. I'm your host, Christmas Tree Cake Lukey. I'm Daddy the Snowman. And I am Winter Warlock Mommy. <laughs> Winter <laughs> Mom Lock. Yeah, whatever. Uh, something. All right. So, what do we have today for y'all guys? Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. Free Frosty. This one was your pick this week, Lukey. Yep. And and you want to know why? It's my favorite Christmas movie. That's a very interesting choice. It's just... You... Mom, you remind me of Jamie Lee Curtis. Dad, you remind me of Tim Allen in that movie. There is a specific part of that movie where I can understand that. And that is actually my favorite part of the movie. And we will talk about it when we get to that. Okay, so. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about the movie if they haven't seen it before. So it's about where Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis, his daughter, goes on to a trip to, I have to say, isn't it Peru? For Christmas? It's the South American country. I was going to say Ecuador, but. Yeah, it was Peru. Yeah. I was going to say Ecuador. Yeah, it was Peru. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And 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 since and Tim Allen has a good idea, how about they go away on a tropical tropical cruise for the Christmas and and they get all prepared until we they find out that Blair's Blair their daughter is coming home early for Christmas and bringing home their 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 her fiance Enrique. Enrique. Instead of Enrique. Well Enrique's funnier. Yeah. I like it. And they and they get prepared and here's one of my favorite quotes in the movie. Smoke, trout. Yep, you'll learn more about that as well. This is actually based off of a book written by John Grisham called Skipping Christmas. And that is kind of where they get the uh, premise here is... I didn't know John Grisham wrote anything... Other than lawyer stuff? Yeah, or, you know, mystery or scary or... Yeah. Shows you how much I read of his. Yep, and then, you know, um, it's kind of funny, you know, the movie Fever Pitch... With no. Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Stephen King wrote that book. 
Interesting. But he's a big Boston Red Sox fan. Ste- Steve- I'm not. Stephen King writes horror books. Yep. That's his style. I like one of his movies. I'll tell you what. It's good. Yeah, but that's not a Christmas movie. No, that's a that's a that's a mommy hates movie. Yep. Moving right along, Luke, why don't you start with um, explaining to our listeners why you love this movie so much? Like by telling us your favorite parts, your favorite characters, stuff like that. All right. So my favorite character has to probably be Luther Crank, who is who's played by not by by one of my Danny DeVitos, Tim Allen. Tim Allen was hilarious in this movie. And and also following by them are Dan Aykroyd and you y'all know the guy who plays Walt. Walt Shield, right? In the movie? The old man across the street. Yeah. Yeah. Emmett, Emmett Wash was awesome in that movie. Yeah, he was a good grumpy old man, I agree. Yeah. You really love the, the cantankerous old people in movies. Yeah. And my my favorite part probably is I mean I'm pretty sure this is the same as mom and dad's the one where Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis there's a rainstorm she has to go he has Tim Allen has to run into a store and get white chocolates pistachios and all that stuff and Jamie Lee Curtis is like where's the white chocolates and Tim Allen they had they didn't have any well, and then, well, K. <laughs> yeah. So, so that that does remind me. I, I'm going to piggyback off of that and say, um, that is my favorite part as well. Because if that is not my wife and I to a T, I don't know what is. So, for those who haven't seen the movie, I'll paint the picture. As Luke already said, it is pouring rain outside, and they pull up on the curb of this little market. And Jamie Lee Curtis tells Tim Allen he has to go inside and get some white chocolate and a couple of other things. As Luke mentioned, he comes back out and she said, well, where's the white chocolate? And he said, they didn't have any. And she said, well, did you ask Ray? And he said, Rex. Rex. Sorry. And she, he said, who's Rex? And she said, the butcher. That's and, mom. And he gives the most me response, I think anybody could ever give and it was something to the effect of no oddly enough i didn't think to ask the butcher about the chocolate yeah you know and so she just sits there continuing to do whatever she's doing and absolutely ignores the fact that that was an absurd request and he says but i will it's not an absurd request if Rex knows where the white chocolate is. Well, how would he or any other husband in the world know that without being given the information that, oh, you know, the guy that cuts up the meat, he might know where all the candy is. I don't know. And so back out into the rain he goes, like most other husbands will do. And she just sits there all satisfied while he's getting dumped on by the sky. Actually, it kind of reminds me a lot of this one time we went out when we were dating like our second date it wasn't our second date but it was pretty early on when we were dating we all went you know sans lukey of course because he was not there yet uh Mm -hmm. we went on a date to cheesecake factory 
And I had eaten, you know, pretty well, but I had, and, you know, I couldn't decide whether or not I wanted, you know, cheesecake because the milk had pretty much filled me up. But then I decided at the last minute that I wanted some key lime cheesecake, but we were already back at the car by that point. And it was raining and I didn't want Daniel to have to go out into the rain to get it, but he was just so insistent that my date be magical and wonderful and that it be complete with this wonderful cheesecake that he offered to gallivant into the streets and the rain and the sleet and the all of the conditions to get me that cheesecake. And he was so, pleased and enthused and happy to do it for me. Okay. Fast forward 10 years later and you ask that request. You get a, really? Seriously? That's what you want me to do? And then you just don't answer. And then I say, okay. And I go get it. It's true. All right. Well, my, well, my least favorite character has to be. Oh, wait, we didn't, we didn't talk about our favorite characters. But, Yours was Luther? Yeah. I have to agree. I like Luther, but I'm a big Tim Allen fan. Mm -hmm. What about you? It, it's a toss-up for me because I really did enjoy uh, Luther in this just because I could see the interaction between us going exactly as that. But, you know, I kind of got to go with um, Nora. Nora Crankle. Yeah, this one. she's awesome, too. Yeah, she was amazing. You know, she's like any legitimately beautiful, caring, loving housewife. And she just wants to provide the best Christmas possible for her family. And I, I definitely identify with that character. So she wasn't beautiful. Not in this movie. She had like a mushroom head haircut. <laughs> and she was beautiful. And she wore she a wig. And she oh, was yes. loving and caring and kind. Of course. And Jamie Lee Curtis wore a wig. She has short hair. It's true. Mushroom wig. Mushroom wig. <laughs> she has spiky short hair th these days. Is that it? Would is that your also your favorite part? One of them. I also like when she goes into the tanning bed because I definitely feel like that when I'm all pasty and pale. I much prefer a nice golden glow, even during the holidays. So, um, and yeah, then, I feel like I'd be looking like a busted can of biscuits when I'm pale, so. Mm -hmm. And the man walks under her. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And and now it's, it's going to be least favorite characters. My least favorite character. Hmm. This one's kind of hard for me. But... I've got one. I have to say it's Wes. Who's Wes? That that guy that that Luther borrows the Christmas tree from. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's kind of forgettable. Yeah, there's nothing special about him. I do have another favorite character though. Yeah, who We're is one least favorite characters now? Okay, well then I'll save him for my Danny DeVito because I do believe this guy was awesome. Oh also, Wes, do you know who he kind of reminds me of? Who? Shout out to George. George Deagle. How are you going to say that you don't like the character and then shout out George Deagle? Can't wait to show him. This is his birthday. Today's his birthday, too. So well, happy birthday, George. Happy Luke birthday, George. Like you. I like you, but yeah, Dad Dad drinks Gatorade, but it's good. Yeah. Cucumber Gatorade. Got to give it a try, guys. 
Now, back to the movie. Uh, anyway. All right. So, Mom. So, my least favorite character is the creepy Santa Claus. He creeps me out, how he knows everything about everybody, and he just stares at you with his little weird grin. You know, I think we had a couple of neighbors like that, so I think that's why he creeps me out so much. When we lived in Newport News, oh my gosh, the strange people across the street. I feel like there were always strange people across the street from us. There was strange people. Yeah, it was Newport News. Suffolk across the street from us. It's true. That now, of course, that's not to to speak ill upon our you know crew that we hung out with that we loved so dearly. Um, oh no! So and if they're if they're listening, they know exactly what neighbors across the street we're talking yeah, about. So yeah, yeah. You sh- know, you know. Shout out to Ken, Carolyn, Ralph, Jason, and all those. The crew. Yeah. The Gil Reeves. Yes, the Gil Reeves. We miss you guys. Yeah. Best neighbors. Ever. But. But in a dangerous place. Yeah. And so back to the creepy, sucky, weirdo Santa Claus. Yeah, no. Not for me. Look, I'm the creepy Santa. Yeah, that's exactly the facing. So I'm going to disagree with you. That, That guy is getting my Danny DeVito. Ew. He's he's tied he's tied with uh, I, I Tim Allen plays Tim Allen okay he's my favorite character but you know again Tim Allen plays Tim Allen and there's no there's nothing against his performance he's great but my Danny DeVito goes to the guy that plays creepy Santa that just <laughs> the whole movie you have no idea who the heck this guy is and he's just walking around and he like you said he knows everybody. Hi Nora. And then yes, <laughs> and then he gets invited to the party and he knows he her address. Himself. Yes, I know, I know, and he already knows the address. But at the end, you find out he's Santa Claus, which is awesome. No, that's not awesome. It's great. No, it's great. No, if Santa Claus is a creepo like this dude, no thanks. I'll buy my own kids' presents. No, I, I, I but it's a funny take on Santa. I don't like it. I know. All right, so look, so look, that is, uh, I believe his name is Austin P- Pendleton or Pendleton. I don't know, whatever. Pemple. No, he's great. And he's also great in My Cousin Vinny and everything else I've ever seen him in. He's no. very good. My least favorite character, who's also tied for my Danny DeVito, is also because he does a good job of making me hate him so much. Is Dan Aykroyd? Oh, I love him. In so yeah, he's, he's, he's not my least favorite character. He's like the tyrant neighbor. I, I love it. I Free love Frosty. I love Dan Aykroyd. I love Free Frosty. Yeah. Nora. Free Frosty. See, that's what I'm saying though. Like, it's not that he is a character that I don't enjoy watching. He's just my least favorite. Like, if I were in the movie, the way I'm interpreting it is kind of like we have right now with our next door neighbor. So, yeah, she sucks. Yeah, so as soon as we move in here, um, the name of our street, we won't give you it, but it is... Christmas-related. It is very Christmas-related. And so the first thing this lady says while we're unloading the U-Haul truck is, do you know if you guys are going to be putting up Christmas lights? And I said, I haven't even thought about where I'm going to put my couch. Yeah. And (laughs) she said, well, if you notice the name of our street, everyone puts up Christmas lights. So 
you know, you'd be a little weird if you didn't. And I was like, okay, well, I'm sure we probably will do something, okay? We're not Grinches or curmudgeons. We love Christmas. It would just be really nice if I could unload the rest of this truck and you would go away. Um, so the other night, she came out. And fast forward, we have lights. Yeah. And we she, do have Christmas lights, folks. Yeah, and we want more. It's just, you know, you know how these things happen. You accumulate Before them over time. Before you say she asks if we would like to do on a candlelight thing and uh, help making out with the candles. And I was like, no, we're going to be cooking. We're going to be baking cookies on Christmas Eve like a normal family would. Yeah, so that's that's what I was going to say. She comes over and she's like, I'm out on our patio again, you know. Working out. I'm working out. Clearly not in the mood to have a conversation about anything. And she comes over and she says... Hi, as I'm in the middle of a set. And she goes, um, are you guys going to be here the week of Christmas? And I'm out of breath. And I'm like, no. I was like, no, actually, we're not, you know. And I said, I got people watching our house. And she was like, well, Christmas Eve, um, it is tradition that the whole block participates in a candlelight vigil. Will you guys be participating? And I said, I have no idea. We're going to be baking cookies. But apparently we already had plans, so that's fine. And uh, she said, well, maybe Ashley would really like to make up the candle bags. No, she would not. Fill them with kitty litter and candles. and Kitty litter? <laughs> Let me tell you what I don't want to do for Christmas Eve. <laughs> exactly. So I just told her, I said, I'll ask her. And I already knew it, the answer in my head. And so, yeah. The answer is not family friendly. <laughs> she, that's who Frohmeyer reminds me of, Dan Aykroyd's character. So. No. Well, anyway. All right. Wait, what is next? Oh, least favorite part? Well, did you have a least favorite? Oh, you gave us yeah. a creepy Santa. Creepy Santa Claus. Because if you're talking real life, like I said, if we're talking real scenario, if I walk into the grocery store and some man says, oh, hi, Ashley. How's Luke? He's growing up. Oh, I'd shoot him. What are your Christmas plans? <laughs> I'd shoot him on the spot. Do you still live on Leap 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 Lane? And I would lose my cookies. No, creepo, Santa. I'm good. <laughs> You're getting second amendmented by me if, if that happens. Yeah. Just an FYI. But for a movie, it's funny. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hi, Ashley. Although he did do a very good job of playing the creepo, which makes me not like him even more, but he's definitely not my Daryl Hannah of the movie. And he beats up that robber really good with an umbrella, and he says, I told you, you should use an umbrella. I think my Danny DeVito would probably have to go to uh, Nora's friends. They get on my nerves. Daryl Hannah, you mean? Yeah, that's what I said. You said Danny DeVito. I, I did? Yeah. I didn't have a Daryl Hannah. That's all right, but did you get a Danny DeVito, too? Yeah. No, she hasn't. You did. I didn't do a Daryl Hannah. Well, we'll get to you. Well, I've already done least favorite character. Wait, no, I haven't. We are spiraling out of control. All right, so what are we doing? All right, it's my turn. All right, so what are you going to do? My least favorite character 
must be the robber. Oh, uh, you said your least favorite character was Wes. Oh, uh, yeah. But I didn't do Daryl Hannah. My Daryl Hannah has to go to, oh, no, that blonde cop. Cheech Marin was awesome, but not that other cop. Oh, yeah, he is kind of a corny actor. Is that, isn't that a Busey? I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah, well, give us a Daryl Hannah, then. Uh, okay, Mom. I said my Daryl Hannah. I just mislabeled it. Oh, well, then who's your Danny DeVito? Um, I, know. I like the, the grouchy man across the street, because that reminds me of Daniel. Yeah. Fair enough. Without coffee. Fine. No, it reminds me of Daniel all the time. It reminds me of with him out of coffee. Oh, do you? But, but what's your favorite part? I already said it. Yeah, you said it was the part where they went back and forth about the chocolate. Oh. Um, and also, where are we today? Uh, I don't know. We decided we were going to do a little different format for you guys. We what? wanted this to be more conversational and not as robotic. So I hope that you can appreciate it. Yeah, because we are all over the place. Mom. We are home today. Get it? It's where we are, honey. All right. Least favorite parts. Then. Least favorite part. I know we haven't done that. Yeah. My least favorite part is probably. I'm going to have to say. My least favorite part is when all the whole ham thing, like at the grocery store, Nora's trying so hard to provide a perfect Christmas. That's like me. Like I search when I do anything, I search for travel, when I search for presents, when I search for, you know, hosting people, I search for days, weeks, months on end, and I plan things to the T. So I can understand Nora's frustration when her stupid husband thought it would be a stupid idea to cancel Christmas. And so now she's got to go out last minute and get all of the things and try to make everything perfect. And there's no more hickory honey hams. And she spends like a thousand dollars trying to swindle that hickory honey ham out of that couple's hands and then she drops it and it gets run over like the stress of that scene overwhelms me i just can't it's funny how you said that you know her stupid husband because you know he even says he's like 10 minutes ago before that phone call i was a genius and she says well now you're an idiot yep and that is exactly marriage for all of you who are not married out there listening to this yeah so I'm gonna have to say my least favorite part is when is when uh, when the robber gets unleashed because I don't like I don't like the robber. You know, I I agree with you there. I don't much see the point of the robber in the movie. I mean, I mean, and it gives them more. It's just a way to give them less time. Okay, I get that, but like they could have done something else, like you know. Traffic. Exactly. Um, something. That the character was completely unnecessary to the story. Yeah. But I wouldn't have my favorite Christmas movie. That's true. What about you, Daddy? My least favorite part. I 
I don't know. I don't know that I really have one. I, I enjoy this movie quite a bit. Um, the ham thing is very stressful. I do find that the burglar is pointless. Um, I guess the overall premise of the movie itself. No, 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 no. You're getting into overall thoughts. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. The overall premise itself bugs me, but I still find it an entertaining movie, if, if that makes sense, because I love Christmas so much. Yeah. Um, I'm not opposed to having destination Christmases now that I've had so many Christmases in, in my own home and whatnot. And, you know, Jacob is an adult now and Luke's getting older. I wouldn't mind going and seeing Christmases other places. That was going to be one of my um, questions for us. Like, so I'm just going to go ahead and ask it. If we were to skip Christmas, and I, I know. want to skip Christmas is my point. I, but if we were going to, to go to a destination for Christmas in lieu of gifts, in lieu of all of So we're still things, celebrating Christmas and enjoying festivities just in a different location. Where would we go? Is that is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. Like no presents. Okay. Okay. But we were all going together to a destination. Luke, where would you go? I already got it. Back to Virginia. Boring. But that's your answer. That's your answer. I spend time with family during Christmas. You don't want to, if you could go anywhere in the whole wide world. To yeah. see where Christmas is celebrated and how they do it in different places. Fine, as long as we can bring my family to Tennessee. Ooh. That's a good one. It is. Yeah. What about you, honey? Yeah. Got two right off the top of my head. No, it's one. Fine. I can't, I can't choose one. Well, I already know what, what one of them Fine. is. Fine. Germany. That was going to be me, too. I I've seen videos. I've known people who have been there. We we drink a bourbon. Our friends. No, I'm in Germany. Yeah, whiskey's from Scotland and Ireland. Yeah, that's Scotch, buddy, and Irish whiskey. But no, but they drink a lot in Germany. Beer, and it's light beer. And that's not what I want. That's not what I was saying. I wanna yeah. I wanna go and I've seen like the Christmas markets. It seems just beautiful. Oh, and a Krampus parade. Yes. That would be so awesome. That would be so cool. Yep, that's what I was going to say, too. What's the last place on the planet that you think you would want to spend Christmas? Hmm. Uh, I'd have to say, I don't know, probably someplace around Guam. All right. Guam? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with North Korea. That would be a uh, that would be a bad one. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd be lured there. You can't leave North Korea. I was gonna say anywhere in the Middle East, yeah. since they don't really celebrate it. Qatar. I mean, yeah, Qatar would suck. Actually, Qatar might not be too bad because there's a good mix of people in Qatar, and they're a very wealthy nation. I have an I have an actual answer. Uganda. Okay. Uganda, Africa. No. Kwanzaa. Yeah, there, there are a lot of places I don't want to do Christmas. Yeah, no. You, it would have to be some place that really does Christmas well in order to be willing to give up the tree and the presents and, the, like, the whole thing. Yeah, it would, it would legitimately have to 
overwhelm with the Christmas spirit if, if we were going to skip Christmas. Mm, yeah. Well, how about we do... I got one. What? So in the movie, everybody has to put up a Frosty the Snowman on their roof. Mm -hmm. If you had, what is one Christmas decoration in or outside of your house that you have to have every year? Excluding the tree? Excluding the tree. Uh, probably. The main tree. You can, I mean, you can have secondary. Like I know you have your little miniature Steinbach ornament tree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's, what's the one thing you got to have? What do you think, Luki? Mm, I'd have to say family being alive. We are not it's, ornaments yeah, or decorations. It's not a decoration. What's um, one thing that you have to have for the decor? This little book right here. Beautiful Christmas moments. Where... Here, here's y'all taking pictures with Santa at Bush Gardens. This is a memory book of all of our family photos with Santa. Yeah, and you mentioned it last week. Yeah, and I and I can see Santa right now. It's the actual Santa. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's a good. That's a good pic. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about a photo album, but that's a good one, Luke. Yeah. I, I've got a toss up between my Steinbach tree and the light up bottles that we have in the kitchen because those are freaking awesome. That was going to be my pick. I, I have, um, I have a couple. There's, there's, it, it's the photo album that Lukey picked. There are a couple photos in there and it's the one that's kind of like right behind me now. I was looking around it. Um, it was, it's very special to me. It's when we, my grandparents were able to come to, uh, uh, my mama and my papa were able to come to Christmas Town with us at Bush Gardens of Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. Right and, there. And they they had a really good time. And you know, these these are just these are just moments that now that one of them has passed on, you you just don't know how many more of these you're gonna get with the people in your life. And like Luke said, family at Christmas time is is the, the number one important thing is it's the greatest joy I think that we have, but also on a less serious note, I really love those beer bottles that have Christmas lights inside of them. Okay, so you bring up a good point. You say that being with family and spending those moments because we don't know how many more we have left with them. So, do you think that you could give up a Christmas? with your extended family to go on a destination Christmas? No. Yes. And it's not, a, it's nothing against them. Right. Because it's, it doesn't mean that we're not going to celebrate with them when we get back or before we go. Right. But during Christmas, like the week of Christmas through New Year's, it would be so cool to spend it in a different place, I think. Yeah, but I also think, too, you know, I think it would be something that if we could share it with my mom and stepdad, that I definitely would like to do that just because they happen to be traveling people as well. You know, obviously, if my brother and sister-in-law and my sister and brother-in-law and nieces and nephews could all come, too, that would make it a bit chaotic. But, you know, 
Yeah, we're not the McAllisters. We can't afford all that. Yeah, but <laughs> I think I think I definitely could do a destination Christmas if my mom and stepdad came along. I'm not giving up family. To what go. if they couldn't? Uh, uh, Luke is a hard no. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to say. If they couldn't go on a destination trip and we were going to, I would stay with them. I am a, I am a family Christmas guy. I am gonna be with, with my family for Christmas. Yeah, I'm period. Gonna say, I would probably want to do the Christmas trip before Christmas, like sometime during the month of December, so I could be with my family. That wasn't Christmas. the question you asked. So the answer is no. The answer is I made it what I wanted it to be. No. Hey. Okay. <laughs> well, let's do overall thoughts. Now, I think that I give this movie four and a half. Out of? Five. You know the drill. Yeah, but our listeners don't. They've been listening to this podcast for freaking for freaking few months. Okay, what if they're new listeners? What if this is their first podcast? They should listen to they should listen to the last couple of ones. Okay, good point. Yeah. I'm going to say that as far as my overall thoughts are concerned, this isn't the first movie that I pick up and think, "Oh, Christmas movie. It's funny. I enjoy it when we watch it." But it doesn't have the feel of Christmas to me. Um, you know, it's got little quips and things like that, but it reminds me of more of like a Thanksgiving-y type movie. Um, I don't know. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a three out of five. What about you, Dad? What about the creepy Santa? What about him? Are you going to Give it a three because of the creepy Santa? Yeah, he definitely factors into that. Hello. He's a whole star uh, minus. Oh, hello, Ashley. Oh, stop. Uh, come on, give me a hug. Oh. <laughs> All right, back to Daddy. So, I really enjoy this movie. Um, I think I said last week, Tim Allen does Christmas very well. Even in the second and third Santa Claus and the follow-up series, they're not very good in my opinion, but he still mm -hmm. he still does a fantastic job. Uh, in my opinion, uh, there is no better movie Santa Claus than Tim Allen. But we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about this one. And because of him... I think that's what makes it for me. I don't know that I would like it as much if he wasn't. So I'm with you. I, I tend to give it about middle of the road, three, three stars. It's not a movie I have to watch every Christmas, but I do enjoy it. There are certain aspects of it. Like you said, Dan Aykroyd is fantastic. Um, the chemistry between Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. Great. And yeah. So, I think that's it. So, what do we have for y'all tomorrow? Tomorrow? You mean next week? Yeah. I, I'm. We're just all over the place today. Can I say it? Well, it's your pick. So. Well, 
Uh, I'm going to see if y'all can guess. Did y'all get it? Well, can y'all get So if you said that we were going to do a double feature of Home Alone and Home Alone 2 for you, then you got it. Because that's what's coming down the tube, guys. And we will not be mentioning the uh, subsequent movies that follow because they, they don't, don't count exactly in our household. They don't exist, period. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. They're, those aren't even movies. That's right. Yeah. Home on so, three, home on um, four, home on five. Don't they there's don't. a six, home on nope, No, there's not. No, there's not. There's not. <laughs> And it definitely, definitely doesn't exist. Home Alone 1 and 2 coming at you next week, folks. All right. So, I think we should close it. Have a great week, guys. Have a great birthday, George, Deagle, whatever you want to call him. I mean, that's his name, so that'll work. Okay, bye, Bye.